0: Get after this little slap dick podcast From the weekend oh, long. You are now tuned in To the real Coach JB Slap dick podcast It's the last to do Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's a last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's a last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last, last, last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up, what up? Real Coach JB here, man. Back on my YouTube live on my Slapdick podcast, which will launch here shortly today on wherever you listen to a podcast. Uh, Appreciate everybody in the house on YouTube, man. You guys aren't a member yet? Become one, especially if you want to be part of the coaching one-on-one show or the us and them show with me and my boy Spree. That's held exclusively on YouTube on Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. East Coast time. So you can catch us on us and them this Wednesday. Uh, You can catch my coaching show Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, become a high tier member for that show because on December 1st, it become members only, um, had a good little weekend, man, with the, uh, betting bet online, a sponsor of ours here on the slapdick podcast. I fucking was shitty, uh, had a seven game parlay, $25 man to win 22 grand and fucking the bears fucked me. So Nick Foles and the bears fucked me. I sound like my boy Brandon Lang, who gets pissed at uh, the kicker for the Titans um, and everything that he does. So, you know, I sound like Brandon Lang right now because he's fucking, my voice is even gone because I was fucking yelling. Could have won 22 grand on a $25 bet. But anyways, check it out, betonline.ag. But uh, quote of the day, man, we'll get into the Slapdick podcast. I'm calling this show Fountain of Youth. I'm going to talk about why. Hope my fucking camera don't go out. Appreciate everybody in the, in the house. Uh, make your choices reflect your hopes and dreams, not your fears. Make your choices reflect your hopes and dreams, not your fears. That's just something that uh, a lot of people, man, they don't, they don't make their choices reflect their hopes and dreams. They, they make their choices reflect their regrets. Fuck that. My choices ain't going to be based on regrets. I don't look backwards, man. I ain't going that way. Hey, so hot topics, man. I'm going to get into some hot topics. Um, there you go, Joseph. Uh, Joseph became a member. I don't know which one that is, uh, but I appreciate you. <laughs> Joseph Riello? I don't want to fucking name up. up. Um, appreciate you. Uh appreciate everybody in the show. Um like I'm gonna say this this show is brought to you by Manscaped today. Uh I'm gonna pay the bills real quick. Um Manscaped in the house. Make sure you guys check it out. A lot of you guys have bought Manscaped and used my promo code SlapDick, so I appreciate you guys using it. Um, Hey man, it's a hell of a drug ask, you, ask your women, Manscaped's a hell of a drug 2020 has been the year of, ha- of things happening That are completely out of your control But there is one thing you can't control And that's shaving your balls, men one, Our sponsors here at Manscaped Are here to remind you to do so Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools For your grooming experience Make sure you guys are shaving your balls I know Walter and you cats in there I know your girls in there Want you to shave your shit You guys better shave your shit Quit fucking around. Uh, in fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off free shipping on, with the code SLAPDICK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SLAPDICK. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. Take your grooming game to the next level. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, we did have a new member to join. Um, a female. And uh, she said she didn't want no hair in her teeth. So her and Spree, her and Spree became good friends um, on the show. So she's a new slapdick. So I appreciate her. Um, <clears throat> I don't see her in here right now. But but look, get into the show, man, uh, I'm going to call it Fountain of Youth because we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about Heisman Trophy and MVP and if is it is it even fucking relevant or important i don't know but get into some hot topics the nfl and college football this weekend trevor lawrence won't play against notre dame next week um one of my good friend's sons came in and, and balled out dj uh came out came in through for 379 i think three touchdowns struggled early clemson was down to boston college i i wasn't shocked um That tells me more about DJ coming back from a 20-point deficit than people really are talking about. They're talking about, oh, Clemson was... They didn't cover two weeks in a row. Who gives a fuck if they covered? These are 18-year-old kids playing, man. You guys are worried about them covering? These motherfuckers are worrying about getting a snap from the center. You guys have no clue what it takes to go out here and play, man. Boston College, is they, they put on their pants one leg at a time, too, and... I think they stand up when they piss. So I mean they're you know, shit. Just like the NFL, man, don't expect the Giants to get blown out tonight because they all have the same salary cap. They're relative. They get a check on the first and fifteenth too. So we'll see. I hope they'll show some competitiveness. But um more than the Cowboys, right? But I'm not a sports talk show host, man. I'm just I'm just talking about real shit that happens. Trevor Lawrence won't play. <clears throat> I expect Clemson to <clears throat> actually blow Notre Dame out, regardless of what people think. I think Notre Dame's going to get blown out by Clemson this week, regardless of who's at QB. I think uh, they're going to run the football. Their defense is going to be tightened up after they had a little bit of a sluggish performance. I think Dabo will get after him. Uh, I know the D.C. at Clemson, and he's a Juco guy, obviously. Kansas Juco guy. Um, he's a great coach, man. Probably the best D.C. in football. He'll have them ready. They will, I think, stymie Notre Dame, and that's Clemson's really last test. So we'll see. Um, but what? Make sure you guys <clears throat> had. a -- I hope you guys all had a safe Halloween, man. Uh, like I said, my bet's fucked me up. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, daylight savings hit, fucked me up. DK, what up? Daylight savings hit, hit and shit. I didn't even know daylight savings was still around at, when the pandemic hit. You know, I was like, shit, we're still taking track of daylight savings. I get up at five in the morning and go to bed at two every morning anyway. So it didn't really matter. Um, so who knows? Um, coaching 101 show, like I said, will be on back on tomorrow at 9 a.m. Um I appreciate you guys that are high-tier members uh, for that show. And then the Us and Them show with me and Spree will be back Wednesday at night. All right? So, um, yeah, people in Arizona, parts of Arizona, don't give a fuck what time it is. Um, it don't change for this part of the year. But, um, man, LSU, boy, going back, I don't know if you guys follow me on social media, the real coach underscore JB, but you guys probably saw Michael Rappaport imitate me as a Halloween. Uh, I did that a few years ago, man. And, um, you know, he did it a few years ago and, uh, he, uh, we reposted it on Halloween and it fucking blew up. And, uh, so it was good. We had a little, we, we texted. It was pretty funny, but, uh, Great dude, report man. Um, but anyway, he uh he he posted that a couple of years ago, man. I was on the football field. We actually played the next day after Halloween, and he had posted that, man, and it blew up and went viral. And he couldn't have been a better, he couldn't have been a better Coach JB, I'll tell you that, man. So I'm gonna have to fuck with him, man. I'm gonna be him on like atypical or one of his shows, man. And maybe I'll be Remy, man. I already got a shaved head. I told him I'm gonna fucking be Remy and I'm going to go fuck around and run around a school campus or something do some stupid shit. Not right now do some dumb. It ain't going to be no dumb shit, but I'll fuck around and imitate his ass. Maybe Friday Kookumunga cracker killers or something. I don't know. Uh LSU This is kind of somebody sent a message to me on Twitter. Um uh, they said uh Rex Ryan basically said what I've always said coaching is overrated and it is proven that Tom Brady has basically shown that, uh, with the bill of check depleted Patriots. And I said, listen, I've been saying it because it's true. And Rex Ryan's knows it. And ask LSU if it's true. I love Ed Ogeron. I've known Ed very long time, but (laughs) he had a great coordinating staff last year. He had a staff. He had dudes. He had a quarterback Heisman winner who's balling out in the NFL. Obviously he lost a great coordinator. He lost a great quarterback. He lost Jamar chase a Heisman hopeful. He's lost players. Come on, man. LSU is a bad football team right now. They're the same as the Patriots. They're the same as the Cowboys. The Cowboys have scored one touchdown in 28 offensive possessions since Dak got hurt. One touchdown in 28 possessions since Dak got hurt. So you don't think players matter? I'm not a huge Dak fan. I don't believe he earns, deserves all the big money. But he is. I believe he is worth the money based on the market. He's worth more than fucking Wentz. He's worth more than fucking... Um, fucking shitbird in minnesota he's worth more than fucking mayfield he's worth more than golf so the market just fucks a lot of these dudes man um when they set the market so high you know um he, he gets fucked but you know 28 possessions one touchdown you know last year they're talking about uh you know kellen moore the offensive coordinator of the year this year they were leading the league in passing, which I thought is the reason they were losing, because uh, Zeke wasn't involved as much, just being a football guy, because in the, in the NFL, running the football wins games, not passing it. But he's leading the league in passing before he gets hurt with the catastrophic injury. Kellen Moore is right up there again. Now, Kellen Moore is shitty. Kellen Moore is shitty now, all of a sudden, over three weeks. I don't know man You tell me The players matter or the kids matter uh, I mean the coaches matter um, But let me ask you something LSU's bad obviously Auburn's not That great and just mud stomped LSU Right um, So it's again man It's players it's Jimmys and Joes It's not coaches and X's and O's The Cowboys I'm, 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 I'm not even fucking around And joking with you guys I'm very I'm being very serious. I think off a fifth of Slap Dick and my cigar, I could have went out there and been better on third down than the Delucci cat or whatever the fuck his name is. He looked like Jeff Hotless, Hostetler's son with the porn ma- 70s porn mustache. He there's no fucking way that I don't give a fuck about all the controversy. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit about Kaepernick. Uh, there's at least 20 quarterbacks out there right now that should be playing over that guy. And man, I'm just telling you that's bad juju. Uh, There's no way they don't trade for Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick got fucked on this deal. And I'm the reason I say, it, like I told you guys, the NFL stands for not for long. He understood it. He knows it. I know it. I didn't agree with the move. Um, just so we're clear on all the Tua hype, I love Tua, but he's not the guy. I'm just going to be honest with you right now. I'm just telling you. The Miami Dolphins had 168 total yards yesterday, fellas. Just so everybody's clear. The Rams held him in check like a big dog. It looked like a college offense out there. You, you guys saw and hopefully watched the game, not just see the score, Right. Number one, golf is horrid. He's a scary fucking. You can't talk shit to him because he'll fucking shatter, right? Number two, they had a fucking 85 yard punt return, a fucking kickoff return, a fucking pick six. I'm just telling you, uh, Miami takes 14 points off the board in special teams. The Rams win, right? Without even doing anything. They held him in check. Tua threw a touchdown on the three-yard line or whatever, a little fucking punch slant you know, ball that he barely got over the line of scrimmage. I just think he looked out of sync. He looked scared. He looked confused. He, they only had him look from the middle safety to his left if you watch him. He's like, it's if I was D.C. right now and I was scheming him, I would look, treat him as a left-handed point guard. I would treat him as James Harden. Let's get this motherfucker to go right. And that's what I would do. I would scheme him to tackle guys. I would literally possibly not tackle a guy on the right fucking hash. I'd make sure we get his ass on the left hash. Even though hashes aren't a big difference in the NFL. That's one of the reasons. But I would still try to get his ass as much on the left as I could to get his ass to go right. Right. Let's force them. Let's see it what they can do. Let's let's try to scheme them. Let's see what he can go do go right. Because I just think he looked like a fish out of water. And uh, you know, obviously they had 160 yards in the NFL in an entire game. So I don't see I, I just I just if, if Miami was in the normal non COVID year and 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 Patriots are are dominating the conference like normal. And, you know, you have a Bills team that's reeling. Lost two in a row before the Patriot game yesterday, right? The Jets are the worst team in, in NFL history, possibly. And then you have the Patriots who are on a four or five game losing streak. I would have stuck with Fitz to win the conference, even if it is during COVID. Let's win this motherfucker. We're, we got a shot. We're four and three. We were three and three when we made the move, right? We're in second place. But now you've made this move, which I understand is the future and all this. You hope it's the future. Shit. But uh, you made this move. You better live with it. You might want to call the Cowboys and make a trade and get something you need and get rid of Fitz, and let him at least end his journeyman career uh, playing. Because I think Fitz deserves to play. Um, So, you know, that's just me. I believe Fitz deserves to play, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I thought he looked good um, throughout the year, but... Cowboys are horrible, like I said. They, they, they have to have a better quarterback out there than what's that, what this guy is, right? This Luciano guy or whatever the fuck he is, right? He looked like a 70s porn star with a mustache. He looks like a fucking fake Aaron Rodgers, but he looks like Jeff Hostetler's kid. And he sk- played like Jeff Hostetler's kid when he was the backup. He's horrible. So let me ask you this uh, <laughs> How bad are the Eagles? Because the Cowboys damn near could have won the game. The Cowboys could have actually won the game last night and should have won the game. How bad is Wentz and the fucking Eagles? Because that's even more important. And people say, well, Wentz don't have no weapons either. Well, fuck, he has a tight end that's better than anybody else, possibly top three tight ends in the league. Um, Aaron Rodgers don't have that. Aaron Rodgers is making a tight end and all pro over there in in the Packers. But... (sighs) People kill me with this shit. Aaron Rodgers ain't had whiteouts in years. Um, and he does, he's still Aaron Rodgers. That's the, see, that's the difference. People say, well, Lamar has no weapons. But Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. It don't matter if you gave him the Chiefs offense. It's, he's going to be Mar- Lamar Jackson. You're telling me you think Lamar Jackson go to Kansas City and distribute the football the same way as Patrick Mahomes? That's all I want to ask somebody out there. Because all these analysts go out here and tell me all this shit. Nah, motherfucker. Put Lamar Jackson in Kansas City. Let's see what his fucking. Let's see if he can do the same thing. Let's see if those whiteouts aren't just pissed off because they're not getting the ball from a three quarter delivery, fucking low platform guy. All right. Um, Eagles are bad. Cam Newton, like I said, I thought he defended, I thought he defined himself yesterday. But is it fair? Is it really fair? Everybody passed up on him. Um, Everybody passed up on him. And this year, signed him to a league minimum, like a million dollar deal. Um, I think he's getting a fucking shitty end of the stick. But I never was a Cam Newton believer at that position. I think the motherfucker could have been an all pro tight end. He's a freak. You know what I'm saying? But he anyway i hate to say that because he's also obviously he's been an a mvp candidate and won one i think and he's been an mvp at quarterback in this league he went to the super bowl um struggled mightily but you know um he's to me i think that cam struggled and i think he's defined himself man i just don't know if he'll he'll be back i don't think he's, anyone's gonna sign him and i think it's just, it's just it is what it is i him and Lamar and all that stuff. I hate to be the stereotypical guy and it's fucked up because Cam Newton's always been a 60% passer in the NFL. So we're clear. He's always been a 60%. Some fucking thing came out saying he still got COVID. <laughs> they're being a smart, app, but they're saying, what if he has effects from COVID? Well, he didn't have COVID 10 years ago when he started, he's been 60% his whole NFL career. So please look it up and Google it. Um, Players win, coaches lose. Is Belichick the goat, or this is my kind of my topic? I want to talk about coaching's overrated, and I'm going to get into Fountain of Youth, the title of this show. But is Belichick the goat, or were they in the worst conference over the last twenty years with Tom Brady? Hmm. Makes you think, man. Makes you really wonder. Now, I've talked to former NFL Hall of Famers. I'm not going to say no names. We've talked about this whole Brady thing. And I'm not going to say that's a whole other controversial thing I'm going to spark up. I believe Tom Brady is great. I think he's good and all that. I don't believe he's the best quarterback ever. I don't even think he's not even in my top five. But... I believe he's reaped the benefits of being in the worst conference for 20 years. You guys, seriously, if you even know anything about football, you're telling me you think Tom Brady would be Tom Brady if he was in the AFC West, AFC North, NFC West, or NFC East for any of those years? You think that guy would be who he is? I seriously don't think so, brother. I seriously don't think he'd be who he is, man. So I'm just telling you, you got to understand the AFC has been the worst conference in America in the NFL for 20 years. The entire time Brady's been there. They've reaped the benefits of Buffalo, Miami, and the Jets being horrible in the draft being horrible, and they basically deteriorated that conference themselves. My point. So good point. DK said on on YouTube, okay, Tom Brady had to still beat those teams. But remember, he had to beat them one time, not twice, not every year twice. And let's look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's lost to those teams when it matters. Has he not? Has he not lost to Peyton Manning a couple times? Ben Roethlisberger a couple times? Has he not lost to those guys in Super Bowls? He's like LeBron. He's been to a lot of Super Bowls. He's won a lot. I'm not hating on LeBron, uh, Dictionary. I'm not being petty either. I'm just telling you the real. There's a whole other animal out there. Why did they lose to the Giants that year in the Super Bowl when they were 18-0, and 0 Dictionary? You, you know it so much. Because the Giants had the best D-line of all time. That's why I picked them in 120 grand to beat them, even though they were 18 and0, because Tom Brady couldn't have handled that smoke every single week day in and day out. Remember, the Giants weren't undefeated that year? Yeah, it's amazing in the regular season, but it's pretty fair in the playoffs. I mean, Peyton got his share of two, so he got two Super Bowls too. Remember, there's guys that win one Super Bowl have 99 percent more Super Bowls than. Everyone else playing. (laughs) They have more Super Bowls than 99% of the rest of the quarterbacks that ever played. Just a guy that has one Super Bowl. So make sure you understand. So Peyton has a couple. Eli has a couple. They're an elite company. Even though Tom has fucking five or six or whatever, he's an elite company. Obviously, he's the GOAT. Everyone wants to call him the GOAT. All that. All I'm saying is I love Tom Brady. I think he's great. I just wanted to see him in a, in a in a conference that actually meant something for twenty years. So I don't know. That's just what I'm saying. Um, you know, it's 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 easy when you're, uh M Maruso Maruso or whatever. It's a lot easier, brother. Just so you're taking it from me, man. I'm a coach who played in this level and coached a lot of guys at that level. It's easy to play a Super Bowl game when you're very healthy and haven't been beat up all year, just so we're clear. It's very easy to try to get one-time win than it is getting beat up all year in the NFC East or the AFC West or the AFC North and then have to play a Super Bowl. Just so you understand, there is a difference. So remember, Peyton, Tom Brady relatively stayed healthy his whole career, has never really gotten put on the ground. And he has been relatively unbelievably healthy going into every single Super Bowl he's ever played. So that's just me. It's not a Tom Brady show. I'm just saying, um, does do players win or coaches win? Because now the the Patriots are the worst they've been in twenty years. Tampa Bay's balling. Um I mean, it just is what it is, right? So I believe coaching's overrated, so that's just what it is. Um, does anyone care who wins the Heisman? I didn't even know we were still fucking even worried about the Heisman. Um, that shit's crazy to me. Trevor Lawrence is no longer a favorite of the Heisman. I just heard that today. I was like, who gives a fuck? Is this? Are you serious? How about we just get through the season? Hopefully, safe. The babies get get through it safely. I mean, the Pac-12 is just starting up this year. The Big Ten's a joke. They're about to fold because Wisconsin basically fucked their whole goddamn conference off. So I don't know how they're going to get their games in. But do we care about the fucking Heisman right now? There's no Jamar Chase. You got fucking Fields who came in, um, what, six weeks after the SEC and, and ACC started. Like, who gives a fuck about the Heisman? Like, seriously, man. There's an election approaching tomorrow. Just trying to see what college teams is going to sit out this week. What NFL teams will be missing key guys due to COVID. And we're worried about the Heisman. The Heisman should have an asterisk after it. I mean, goddamn, you're not even competing against the best players in the year. It's uh, in in the country. It's JV football at its finest. I've been saying it. Fuck me, man. Are we worried about the Heisman? Who gives a fuck who shows up for the Heisman? Are we going to show up to the Heisman and wear a mask at New York? Or is it going to be a virtual Heisman trophy? Who gives a fuck? Dan Mullen basically (laughs) does what he does, right? But he's really not getting a lot of shit. Like, you imagine me doing some shit like he did? Who shit. I mean, I, I you know, I would never stand at the fucking tunnel and incite a riot. Like that's kind of crazy for a dude that makes 6 million dollars or whatever but anyway it is what it is uh he's the same guy that won at 80 grand in the stands you know a day before his team gets fucking whole team gets covid and before he gets covid he gets fucking covid but if you guys figure found out some shady shit like how is the sec coaches get covid and then coach couple days later. No one's really talking about it at all. Why is this? But Graham Mertz of Wisconsin. A 20 year old kid gets it. And has to sit out three weeks. Like. Something is wrong. We already know it's slave labor. But goddamn, Can the kids that have to live in a dormant. Or in, in COVID infested dorms. Have a break. Like you gotta be shitting me. So the 9 million dollar making coach can go into his mansion and cut recover. Come back three days later, coach it up. Nothing's wrong. And it's a joke about the mask on the field, man. We're around each other all day. We're fucking coaching it up. The refs have him down. The fucking Saban's cussing his ass. a kid out mask is down. Did you guys watch Loxley? I, I, I know Loxley real well. The head coach at Maryland. Did you see him? He had, he, he didn't even have a fucking mask on. Against Minnesota, he didn't even have a mask on. Period. I didn't even see one motherfucker have one on. And and we're worried about. And Wisconsin is out of the fucking. They're fucking, fucking the whole, league up. And you got a head coach in your conference not even wearing a mask. Come on, man. You guys are jokes. This shit is a joke. Uh, I I don't know, man. It's just crazy to me. Um, amazing how some folks get regarded um you know and gets away with shit and gets regarded certain certain names they get called certain names you know or they're revered for doing something but some guys do some shit man and and uh they're thrown under the bus quick as shit i wish i would have incited a riot coming out of a fucking tunnel uh you know just so you know those two teams Missouri and Florida, like any other year. I mean, every every time I've ever heard of a bench-clearing fight like that, there's so many suspensions where the next game is almost like meaningless because all the players are like already – They're now they're going to be walk-on JV players. And that's what happens. But I haven't heard of a suspension because the SEC, man, they're covering up their own shit. The coaches – like why is Dan Mullen not suspended for the next – Game. I haven't heard that shit. Why is he not suspended? I've done some immature shit in my life and I've done some shit, but it's always been about the kids. I've never really tried to, I didn't give a fuck about cameras. Just so we're clear. I didn't give a fuck about me showcasing myself. You guys might think that cause I was on a show, but I was, everything I did was protecting the kids, regardless of what everyone fucking wants to think. Dan Mullen coming out the tunnel showing waving his arms out at the crowd. That's not about the kids, bro. That's about you. So, I'm just throwing that out there. Um yeah, Raheem, 2000 yards uh rusher, man. He's he's uh he's up there in fine company, man. Um so I don't know. Um but let me get into something, man. Uh like I want to talk about um, (sighs) Fountain of Youth, all right? We got these youthful guys. Even though Russell Wilson's getting a little older, I'm talking about NFL quarterbacks. Mahomes has showed out yesterday, right? Even though he's starting to get a little bit, I think people are taking Mahomes for granted. I think people have taken Russell Wilson's greatness for granted for about five years or maybe longer. Russ and Mahomes stole for a combined nine touchdowns yesterday. Okay. Why Lamar Jackson, Allen, and Rodgers struggle? Rodgers has no weapons. We already know that. He's been making chicken shit or chicken salad out of chicken shit now for years. He's still the guy, in my opinion, skill set wise. He has no guys. And the the Packers play with an offensive-minded young coach mentality on defense. Does that make any sense to you guys? The Packers play with a soft West Coast-style offensive coach mentality on defense. That's the problem with the Packers. They are soft. When they get hit in the mouth, they're horrible. And... uh, that is what it is. That's what the Packers are. That's why I never put no stock in the Packers, man. I love Rodgers. Cali Juco guy. So is his little brother. He just, their defense is played with a young-minded offensive coach's mentality, and it's fucks them. I'm just telling you. Buffalo Bills quarterback Allen, who everybody thought he was a possible MVP candidate this year, is basically... Showing He's not the guy uh, yet. He's just not that guy yet. Um, but Fountain of Youth, you know, I don't, I don't put Russell in that category as far as Fountain of Youth. I don't think he's that old yet. But what Big Ben and Tom Brady are doing is it, it, they have found the Fountain of Youth. Let's just be honest. And you've you've heard all these MVP talks. It was Lamar Jackson, then it was it was it was Rodgers, then it was Russell Wilson. Can we stop taking people for granted? And let's be real here: Ben Roethlisberger, seven and zero. Tom Brady, after he's figured out his new offense. Is 5 and 2, about to be 6 and 2, or maybe they're 6 and 2, about to be 7 and 2. They found the fountain in view. And can we break the fucking MVP talk up and let's just put Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Big Ben, and Tom Brady as the finalists? Because that's what the fuck it is. I'm just being honest. Russell Wilson is about to break the touchdown record. Mahomes is on pace to throw for like 4,600, 45 touchdowns and two interceptions. And Tom Brady has been 18 and two, 18 touchdowns to two picks since they struggled game one versus the Saints. Um, And then he had that Chicago debacle game. But besides that, he looks like he's 2007 or eight again, right? Um, those are the four final MVP finalists, you know, Derrick Henry, I would have put in that mix when he was running for 200 yards a game and they were undefeated, but it's just so hard for running backs to win MVPs because of the quarterback dominates the ball. Um, I think those are my four, man. I mean, Ben's been lights out. He just does what he has to do with a team that plays solid defense, even though the Ravens ran for 300 damn yards on him yesterday. Um, the Ravens ran for 265 yards on the fucking best running defense in the NFL yesterday, just so everybody's clear, um, and should have probably won the game up, up what, 10? So, but it, but Lamar Jackson shows that, you know, you can't play the position this way and win games. Lamar Jackson is 24-1 and versus the NFL that don't have a name Kansas City Chief, that don't have a name Playoff, and that don't have a name Pittsburgh Stiller behind it. He's 0-6 versus those guys. He's 0-6 in the playoffs versus Pittsburgh Stillers or against Patrick Mahomes total he's 0-3 versus the Chiefs he's 0-2 in the playoffs and 0-1 versus the Pittsburgh Steelers so (laughs) John Thorne all I appreciate you Uh, Lamar Jackson doesn't have that it factor that you need he just ripped the league last year as a athletic cat that fucking freaked everybody and now look at what's happening Now he's like, well, fuck. Now everybody's bashing him. Don't bash the kid because his skill set is limited. You guys that are really analysts out there should have realized this before you anointed him the greatest thing since sliced bread. That's how bad these ESPN analysts and all these motherfuckers are. They don't know shit. Dan Orlosky and all these guys, they don't know shit. And they played. They don't even know the difference between zone and counter. But they're on there telling normal fans, the average eye football fan, that a run play is not what it really is. He can't even tell you what a real counter run play is. He calls it zone. Because they're fucking commercialized. They don't really do research. They don't really break it down. You have to watch guys like Rex Ryan and... You have to watch guys on NFL Network and shit like that that really break the shit down. You can't watch the the Desmond Howards and the fucking Kirk Herbstreets and the fucking... These guys, don't they don't break down shit. That's why I can't watch them on Monday Night Football. At least Troy Aikman understands it, and he at least tells you how it is. As a color guy, at least you get a more understanding of football. If any of you guys watched the XFL last year... Greg Olson, who's a good friend, I coached his son, or his brother, I mean, Kevin Olson. He's now back with the the Seahawks. He was the best analyst of anyone, and he only did it one year just while he was chilling uh, in the offseason of the NFL before COVID shut it down. He was the best analyst to cover a football game I've ever heard. And this is a guy that's come from a football family. His dad is a New Jersey high school legend, Mr. Olson, shout out. And he calls the game exactly how you need to know. He's unbelievable. It was a great thing for fans to hear Greg Olson call a football game in the XFL because he broke down what they were calling and how they called formations and what this play meant and how this this was probably a protection versus a run game with a tag on an RPO. He called it out like a fan needs to know. But we got these guys that can't even fucking differentiate the difference between zone and counter like come on man and these guys are making millions of dollars and they couldn't tell us that they thought they couldn't they don't know the difference and tell you that there's a huge difference between a Lamar Jackson and a Patrick Mahomes and he won the MVP because of the athlete that he was and he freaked it but he, he they don't know that he's not going to be this guy forever because he cannot throw the football and then they tell you that he's going to be the best thing for the next 10 years. It's going to be Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. No, it's not. I said it last year, man. Lamar Jackson was a one-hit wonder because he can't throw the football. I love Lamar Jackson. I would, Man, if I, if I had Lamar Jackson in college every year, you know, fuck. I'd have a hard dick, right? It didn't work that way, man. It don't work that way. So I put Dave Carr, I put Carr um, right there with golf. That's what, there's my thoughts on that. He ain't the guy to get him over the hump either. He has too many golf moments. Car and golf are very similar. So I'm just telling you, that's just gut instinct. That's just eyeball testing. That's just seeing what he does on certain situations. Um, but anyway, I break it down to what have you done for your team when it counts? Lamar Jackson has done nothing. Yeah, he's dominant during the regular season. Yeah, he's dominant. He's not won a playoff game. He can't beat Mahomes. And he couldn't even beat Tennessee Titans. And I think we annoyed MVPs far too early in NBA, in football, in college basketball, I mean college football, Heisman. Let the winner that deserves, if whoever the best player is that actually wins – Or dominates against the other person that might get the award before you even play each other? Let that guy get it. LeBron should have got it. They anointed Greek Freak the fucking MVP before the playoffs even started damn near. But LeBron dominated the cat one-on-one. Lakers beat him right before the pandemic. They dominated him. He showed up. He didn't show up at all in the fourth quarter when it counted. The Greek Freak didn't. And... LeBron wins it all Why is How is he not the MVP I'm not even a LeBron fan like that But how is LeBron Not the MB fucking P After what they just did After how shitty The Lakers have been For the last 10 years And how he comes in In year two And wins it all But you give Greek Freak The defensive MVP Over AD And the MVP Man Greek Freak To me is soft as shit And I don't think He's ever gonna win shit And he's gonna be The next guy like KD Looking for a super team so, that's just me. But anyway, I'm not talking about basketball. Uh, but like I said, Lamar's 24-1, and 1, but he's 0-6 when it matters. That's that it factor I told you. I define it as an executive presence. I just think he's missing that. And uh, he's got too many mechanical flaws in his release and his uh, throwing mechanics. And I just don't think uh, he's going to ever get over the hump. I just don't think you can win the, full, the NFL by running zone read yeah. options. And i QB counter and power read. I'm just saying um, you got to throw the football to win in the NFL. You got to run the football, but you have to be able to throw guys open um, when it matters. And big Ben does it. Tom Brady does it. Mahomes does it. Russell Wilson does it. And obviously Aaron Rodgers does it. I just don't think he has the guys this year. I think their team is flawed. Um, If Dunlap can help Seattle on defense get a pass rush, even though Seattle looked better on defense yesterday, uh, I think that Seattle will play Kansas City in the Super Bowl. That's what I picked. Tampa and Seattle in the NFC Championship game. It'll be a tight game. I think it'll be a good game. Um, Seattle's the only team, in my opinion, that can beat Tampa Bay because of their offense. And if Seattle can sure up and just be okay on D, I think Seattle can beat Tampa and go to the Super Bowl and play Kansas City. Um, But I think the Titans blew their wad. I think it'll be the Steelers and Kansas City in the AFC Championship. It'll be Seattle, Tampa, in the NFC. And I believe any one of those combos can play in the Super Bowl I'm picking Seattle Kansas City but it could be Pittsburgh Tampa who knows um that's just what it could be but I think those four and, and ironically those four teams I just named as four MVP finalists Tom Brady Mahomes Big Ben and fucking Russell, Russell Wilson those are the best quarterbacks and watch how those four will play to go to the Super Bowl let's bet somebody bet me I don't believe Titans can get over the hump. I don't believe fucking, and I don't believe Titans can beat Pittsburgh or KC in a playoff. I don't think the Rams, Chicago, the Saints, or the Packers can beat Seattle or Tampa. And I think the Niners are so hurt that they're done. So, what other teams are out there that can beat those guys? I just don't see it. And I don't, and we already know the Ravens can't win a big game or a meaningful game because of Lamar Patriots are out of it uh Buffalo's not ready um is what it is, man. I just don't see any outside shocking teams now we do get an extra playoff team this year. I believe if that's not if I'm not mistaken, right? There's a new rule in there is an extra wild card team, which only cloudies up. <laughs> um games i mean it just makes it a little a week longer i don't know what it really does i don't think there's that team that deserves it this year but we'll see an extra team in the playoffs and we'll see how that goes um who knows but we'll see but uh man look at fountain of youth big ben and tom brady are really they found the fountain of youth and i think uh the other guys that could have helped the Patriots that were older, the high towers of on defense, and the guys that have opted out; those were all older guys, and I'm curious to see those guys in this era of play or in this in this uh, COVID deal, because Patriots would obviously be probably three games better, and uh, just because their defense would have been so much better, but. They don't have Cam's not the guy. They, they really have no weapons at all. And it just shows coaching's overrated, man. Great players will outshine a great coach any day of the week. Because coaches can call the greatest play. If you don't have the dudes, you ain't going to do nothing. Coaches can call the worst play. And fucking Raheem Boy can hurdle a guy, spin, move, and go 99 yards and make you look like an offensive genius players win games coaches lose them look at the patriots look at the lsu tigers look at these teams that were anointed the godsend last year and now they're the shittiest coaches in america it's ironic how that shit works hey i had great players the second year i we went two and eight on on netflix and i had i argue the only i was missing wideouts you know what I mean? I had a better wide out crew the first year, but everyone else, we were literally the same. And obviously I had four quarterbacks get hurt. That all mattered. Regardless of that, I still think we win all the games. Cause if you watch the scores, we lost by one, one, three, one. It was because of a bad nucleus. Did I forget how to coach all of a sudden? Did I forget how to do what I've done forever and win rings and, championships and get kids scholarships no all this, we got 40 kids division one scholarships again a national record again we had the same fucking type of talent the team that played for the national championship that last year was garden city who we were beating 21 nothing in the third quarter do you think that's because i forgot how to coach or did we have a bad nucleus? Did we have guys wanted to be on camera? Did we have coaches that wanted to be on camera? There's so many factors that go into it. but the coach, I did a bad job at getting those guys to what get, I should have got rid of guys earlier. I should have got rid of some cancer. I should have cut out some. but that was my job was to get all that shit, massage it and use and build all those relationships and fucking figure out all those personalities and turn it into one big ball of wax and win like we did the year before but we had two it was insurmountable it was too much and cameras became too powerful and that's what happened we lost because we had a bad nucleus and hey coaches lose games players win them that year we had a bad nucleus coaches and players and that's just bad bad recipe for disaster and that's what happened so hey it is what it is, man. If you coach long enough, you're going to have a year like that, just so we're clear. I want to make sure everybody knows you coach long enough, you're going to have a few of those. That's just what it is. So, hey, man, I appreciate you guys coming on YouTube, everybody. Like I said, tomorrow, 9 a.m., coaching one-on-one show. Um, Wednesday night, us and them. If any of you guys that are members right now want to be on our show with me and Spree, Email me, and uh, Walter, don't be flaking out, dog. Um, email me, Shane. Email me, John, Jake, whoever. You guys want to come on the show on Wednesday night? Email me. We'll send you a Zoom link, and we will po- chop it up on Wednesday night as we drink some slap slapdick, smoke a stick, and we'll talk real shit. If you want to join that, hey, don't be scared. Real Coach JB, man, I appreciate you guys uh, for joining, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Coach, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir. Coach, you fucking hired me. I don't know no matter. Fucking it. Take your ass home if you want to be in. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance.